Welcome to the Tanakh Podcast, Sefer Hoshea, and today, Perak Chetz, Chapter 8. And we are dedicating our learning again today to the brave Chayalites of Ahaganali Israel for their success and safety, for the swift return of all the hostages and for the healing of all the wounded in this war in Gaza. So here we go, chapter 8. Hoshea continues with his rebuke and he speaks about several phenomenon in his amazing use of language. Listen to this one. Kiruach Yisrael v'sufata yiktsoru. Kiruach Yisrael, they sow the wind and they will reap a whirlwind. When he says they're, they're sowing wind, he means that Israel, Ephraim, are involved in things that are winds. They won't solve the situation. For example, the changes of power and the, the, the assassinations. He says in Pasuk Dalad, they crown them, but it's not me. Or he speaks about the useless, useless rituals of the northern temples with their golden calves. A craftsman has made this golden calf. It is not a god. And the sacrifices of the temples, he says, again, amazing language. They offer either havai, meaning nonsense, or havhavai, meaning flashy, flashes of, of sacrifices they offer. Hashem Loratzam. God doesn't want them. But here we get to the verse that I want to discuss. The Navi says, which I think in this context, in the Pshat, it means, though I write for him, for Israel, the great things of my Torah, they look at them as just some, something weird. In other words, I told Israel not to make icons. I told the Jewish people, Rubei Torati, the key points of Judaism. But they make no mark. They're like strange things. They're things to ignore. So that's the Pshat. But I want to go to the Midrash. <laughs> the Midrash has a totally different reading. At first, I thought it was detached from the text. But the more I read it, I understand that it's sort of deeply embedded in the prophetic message here. So first I need to give an introduction here. Our chapter is going to issue a warning of exile. Our chapter says, Nivla Yisrael ata hayu bagoyim kichli en Israel is swallowed up. Now she's a hayu bagoyim. She's going to be amongst the nations. Kichli en like a vessel that no one wants. And the Jews are going to be, as we know from Jewish history, cast from land to land. And he explains why. The prophet explains it's because they appealed to Assyria, it's due to their sinful activity. But then we have verse 12. And now I'm going to read it again. I've given them the majority of my law. It's something strange. What is this? And the Midrash reads this 
not as a threat or an accusation, but rather as an assurance. It's a pledge. It's a guarantee of Jewish uniqueness when they are in exile. Here, let's read the Tanchuma. Echtov lo rubei tarati k'mozar nechshavu. Amr Rabbi Yehuda bar Shalom. Rabbi Yehuda bar Shalom said, K'sha'amr HaKadosh Baruch Hu l'moshe k'tov lecha. When God turned round to Moshe and said, write down the Torah, Moshe wanted to write down not only the Torah Shebichtav, not only the written Torah, but he also wanted to write down the Mishnah. We know that the Mishnah is called Torah Shabal Peh, the oral Torah. So why is it called oral? Because it was never meant to be committed to writing. Moshe wanted to write down the written law and the oral law. But, since God saw that the, the nations were going to translate the Torah into Greek, and they would turn round to Israel and say, we are the new Israelites. And of course, what he's talking about there are the Christians, where the Christians said, we are the new, Jew, we are the new Jews. So he says, if they would have the Torah and the Mishnah, right? then they would really be able to claim they were the new Jews. So what does God say to the nations of the world? He says, you claim you're my children, but I know that only those who know my secrets are my children. And where are my secrets to be found? In the Mishnah, which is given orally and from which everything can be derived. In other words, it is the oral Torah which makes the Jewish people unique. It is the Mishnah and the discussions of the Talmud, which make the Jewish people unique. It's a particular type of thinking. It's a particular science. The Midrash calls this type of Torah Shabbat Peh the Mistorin. Misha Mistorin Etzlo. Zeha Mishnah Shinitna Al Peh Vahakol Mimcha Lidrosh. The Midrash of the Mishnah. It is incomprehensible to others. It is a mistorin, but it's our secret. And it finishes, Amar Rabbi Yehuda bar Shalom, Amar lo HaKadosh Baruch Hu Moshe. God said to Moses, Ma tamavakesh sheti ha-mishnah bichtav? You really want to write the Mishnah? O ma bein Yisrael umot? What will be the difference between Israel and the nations? And now he quotes our verse from our chapter, Ech dov lo rubei torati. Ve'im kein kumozar nechshavu. If I write Rubei Torati, the majority of my Torah, then they will be like a stranger. There will be nothing unique about the Jewish people. Give them scripture in writing and Mishnah as the oral Torah, and then the Jewish people will retain their phenomenal uniqueness. I love this drush because what this drush is really saying is that though God is throwing us into Galut, Nivla Yisrael, Atahayu Bagoyim, that Israel is swallowed up, it is amongst the nations, Kichli Ein Chefetzbo. It's like something that no one wants. God does want us. God does want us, and God has given us an insurance policy to ensure that we survive in Galut. And that insurance policy is, in fact, the Torah. Limud Torah was always the Bet Midrash, was always the way that the Jews, even when they were in exile, always continued to be creative and to um, be able to read the message of God in history.
They used drush in order to make the Torah relevant to the times in which they lived. And this became a living tradition which gave the Jewish people life. Torah is the portable homeland of the Jewish people. And this is the classic uh, doctrine of Lahakadim Trufa Namaka, that God creates the remedy before the blow is given, that uh, before the nation has the blow of Galut, there is already the solution. And so how do we read this verse according to the drush? Will I write down all the Torah in Cain? They'll be like any other nation. No, the wonders of Torah, the mistorin, the mystery of Torah will ensure Jewish survival throughout the ages. By the way, this wonderful Midrash may be found in Medrash Tanchuma Kitisa, Perak Lamad Dalad. Um, take a look at it there and see you tomorrow.